I step forward and I say, I am Mermista. Fabulous secrets were revealed to me the day I held aloft my trident and said, for the honor of Grey Whales. Then it's like, sparkle, sparkle, dolphin. Hello, and welcome to a special Podcast of Power presentation. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. And I'm the other host, Jane. And today we are joined by two guests from uh, the po- the actual play anthology podcast, Strangers Fiction. Hi. Hello. You two introduce yourselves. Would you like to go first? <laughs> uh, well, I who, who should go first? <laughs> Whoever. Wh- go alphabetically. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Cassidy. Uh, I use she and her pronouns. And I'm Jordan, and I use they, them. And we are all gathered here today to play a game of For the Honor, a tabletop game by, let me go up here and look at the author, uh, by Quinn Vega. Yes, at MixQuinn on Twitter. Um, It is a hack of the game uh, Firebrands, uh, which is themed after the, uh, uh, of course, uh, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. That's the whole reason we're playing it here today. The, the hit Netflix series. You may have heard of it. Yes, uh, perhaps you may have heard of it. Uh, and, and, and a very good podcast based around it. Of course, I appeared on Stranger's Fiction a while back to play a round of this and had quite a good time. And so I, we figured that we would make this one of our stretch goals for the Patreon, which we met. And so you are now getting this episode. Hooray, I'm a, I'm a stretch goal. <laughs> you are. So, you may be asking, what is For the Honor? Well, I'm glad you asked, silent audience uh, that I can almost assuredly hear. So, it is, yeah, let me just read the, we got the PDF open here, let me just read, what is this game? For the Honor is made up of a bunch of mini-games which uh, players lace together to create a story. Play them in any order you like and as many times as you like. Each mini-game has its own rules and list of prompts or questions that you will ask other players. So basically, the structure of this game is we will tell a story and each scene will be framed through one of these mini games, which we, we will get to in a bit. Um, and I suppose I should also read the introduction here, the, the, the kind of serial numbers filed off lore uh, that is the backbone of this game. Yes, it's it's pretty fun, actually. I, I like I like the uh, the the genericization of the uh of the the Shira lore. What is Grayskull? We don't know. We don't know. No one knows what that is. Raphael is a land full of magical people, fantastical creatures, and mystical kingdoms. It is studded with ancient ruins left behind by a long-lost civilization. It has always been a peaceful realm. That is, until 12 years ago. The Legion came down from the stars and began to colonize the planet. Their expansion was swift and brutal. Caught on the back foot, the kingdoms of Raphael united and forged the Rathalian Resistance. The warriors and princeps of the Resistance fought valiantly. Within a year, they pressed the Legion back to their stronghold. Sadly, their final assault ended in tragedy. The Resistance shattered, and the kingdoms turned to isolation. It has been 12 years, and a new generation is beginning to see the need for another resistance. The Legion has been attacking towns again. The kingdoms are sending out an invitation to balls. 
and the wilds have been getting stranger and stranger. You, the princeps and warriors of factions at odds, will clash, quarrel, and flirt to sway Raphael to your favor. An, an exciting prospect. It is indeed. So, let's see here. And I've got, we, we, we have four guiding principles that we should keep in mind as we play this game here in the PDF. Be curious. Ask questions about the things that interest you. Follow the things that excite you. Be a fan of the other characters. Cheer them on. Support their choices. Play loose. Invent things on the fly and leave space for ideas to come. Keep the fiction fluid. Get messy. Fling your character into hasty actions, foolish romances, and complicated friendships. Good principles to play by, I think. Yeah, especially for a game, the sort of a DM-less, sort of free-flowing game like this. Right, yeah, I should say, this is a DM-less uh, game. None of us are in, con- in control. None of us are in charge. This is fully collaborative. We're flying by the seats of our pants here. Correct. Now I feel bad that I chose as one of my traits to be wary. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, you have your character can be wary, but you can throw... You, the uh, the one holding the action figure, can throw them headfirst into situations. Yes, exactly. Good point. <laughs> yes, and if, you know, there's all sorts of stuff here. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to read the entire PDF, but, you know, just bits about, you know... It's a check in to if they want to add a boundary or need to want to remove to reframe an element of the story. All of all of the usual sort of safety nets that any TTRPG worth their salt should have. Naturally, naturally. Oh, and another thing is that the tone of this game is meant to be light and fun. To achieve this, characters can't die. The worst that can happen is that they may be knocked out or moderately injured. That's important. There's, uh, there's, there's no, there's no major character death in, in this particular piece of fan fiction, so don't worry. Don't worry about it. And, uh, I guess, you know what, uh, before we get into our fun characters that we've, we've built for this, why don't we, uh, why don't we look at the, the factions? Like, uh, just a quick, a quick overview of the, of the extremely original factions that are definitely not from the television show. Of course. Why don't we each... Take one and I, and just go down the list. I'll start with the Resistance. So you are a princept or ranger of the Resistance. As a member of the Resistance, you want to convince the kingdoms in the wilds to help you thwart the Legion's plans. Watched over by a caring matriarch, the newly rekindled Resistance is just beginning to take back ground from the evil Legion. It has been 12 years since the last Resistance fell. Since then, the Legion has become ever more forceful and their conquest. Right now, one thing is clear. The only way to save Raphael is to forge as many alliances as you can as you can and take the fight to the invaders united. Uh, it is worth noting that Princept is the gender neutral equivalent of princess or prince used in this game. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty cool actually. I think it sounds cooler than either of them, frankly. Princept. It's uh it's got sort of a Latin a Latin thing to it. Yes. Um, the the next one is the Legion. Naturally, um, you know you are you are either a captain or a princept of the Legion. As a soldier of the Legion, you want to crush the resistance and gain fealty from the kingdoms and the wilds. Uh, 
Led by a mysterious Dark Lord, the Legion is a galactic military force that has invaded Raphael. With the Resistance still fractured, many opportunities have arisen for the Legion to expand and conquer land. If you can stay focused and move quickly, you could wipe the Resistance and its silly precepts off the face of Raphael once and for all. Exciting. Cool. Uh, the Kingdoms. You are a princept or knight of a sovereign kingdom. As representative of a kingdom, the Resistance and the Legion want your loyalty and attention. It's up to you to decide whose offer is more enticing. So once upon a time... Once upon a time! I love that phrase. Don't you? So good. <laughs> ah, just the wildest times. Uh, your kingdom was a member of the last great Rathalian Resistance. But after too many tactical missteps by the Resistance's leaders, you broke from it to focus your power on defending your people. You have held fast for years, resisting the Legion's attempts to incorporate or take your kingdom. These efforts have left you tired. Rumours from around Rathiel say that the Resistance is forming again. You could probably use the help, but are they worthy of your trust? Ooh, quite uh, quite an exciting set of prospects. And the third, or fourth faction. Why did I say third? Anyways, the four factions are the Wilds. You are a warrior or princep of the Wilds. As a member of the Wilds, it's up to you to decide if you will help the other factions or just take them for all they're worth. Most people believe that the Wilds are treacherous and uninhabited. The truth is that they have never bothered to look. If they had, they would have seen that your settlements, taverns, and markets are vibrant and vital however dispersed as they might be. They would have been the land itself, or... They would have seen that the land itself shifts and breathes, alive and full of magic. No, most people come to take things, not to look. But you don't let them. You make sure they get good and lost, and leave them at the mercy of the wilds. So what if it makes them seem like the rumors about this place are true? Better than having the Legion and the Resistance walk all around like they own the place. Uh, rather, rather independent group of people, it seems. So those are our four factions. Now, uh, I believe the the we we none of us have characters who are in the, the kingdoms. That is a faction we are missing. But we have, all the rest of them are. Uh, I I oh no yeah you're right yeah, yeah I think you and I are in the resistance uh, and then and then everyone yeah so well with that why don't we go ahead and uh, introduce our characters why don't we um, and then we can sort of go into the prelude here and explain how the game works. Yes, that sounds good. Why don't we start? Uh, why don't we start in reverse order this time? Oh, reverse order. So, Jordan, why don't you introduce your character? Ah, I just updated it too. In good timing. <laughs> All right, my character is Blevin Wormtail. She uses she/her pronouns, and she's from the wilds. Her traits are kind, wary, and creative, and her abilities are magic analysis and magic absorption which I'll get into in her backstory later. Anyways, she is a Lamia with scales colored a malted green that blends well in wooded, wooded areas. Her upper body is more human-like with a brownish skin tone, and she has messy shoulder-length brown hair and amber-colored eyes. While also tending to wear symbol dr dresses that extend far to the ground, she also has a pair of glasses that cover a lot of her face. Outside of the woods, though, she tends to throw on a large cloak over herself uh, with a hood to hide her face and body shape so that... You know, no one can tell that she's actually a snake person. Makes sense. Uh, as for the backstory, she was raised in the wilds by her grandmother, 
you know, to be kind and helpful and, and, and all kinds of stuff, but also secretive. Her grandmother had knowledge of herbs and healing magic and helped nearby villagers at, at times, but seemed to keep any visitors from fully seeing them, especially the fact that they were snake-like from the waist down. It wasn't until much later, after she had learned a lot about healing and magic from her grandmother, that she found out that they may be the last of their kind. A species of Lomea with skin that is naturally resistant or that outright repels magic. Their kind have at times been hunted to be used to make weapons and armor in many types of magical wars, and thus her grandmother's worry that someone will recognize what they are. Very exciting. Love love a good snake person. Or snarson. Yeah, so she's like a myth- mythical... She's like a mi- mythical cryptid that people heard of, but don't know exists still. Oh, Suchinoko real. Oh, Suchinoko real. Yes. Cool. I'm playing O6, uh, otherwise known as AD-06, who uses she, her. Uh, she is a resistance ranger and a robot. A tall, barrel-chested robot painted in pastel green with blue detailing. Uh, she has long and lanky arms and legs, and her head consists of a wide, inverted cone with a rounded base floating in a divot atop her shoulders, with a large, triangular eye. I forgot her traits and abilities. Uh, she is generous, loyal, and cool-headed. Uh, she has super robot strength. And uh, uh, she has the power of candy. How sweet. Uh, her backstory is that she was a de- decommissioned prototype warbot built in a Legion lab. Uh, she escaped scrap and wandered the wilds for many years before finding her way to a small village. Her quiet existence as a confectioner was or candy maker was disrupted when the Legion attacked the village. She joined the newly reformed rebellion to save the other villagers from the same fate, and prove that the circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant. It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you really are. What a what a classic a classic Sonic Adventure two quote. I <laughs> I love Sonic Adventure two. <laughs> that's what Omega is all about. <laughs> Love that funky uh, little robot. Yeah. Uh, and and you know Nero, why don't why don't you go before me? Because I, I feel like I feel like your your character is going to be relevant. Okay, that does make sense. All right, so I am playing Tethys. Uh, she uh, she her. Um, uh, she is a Resistance Ranger, but she is also known as the Sundered Pearl, and we'll get to why in a moment. She is like she's like she is a uh, a, a a disgraced knight of the Coral Kingdoms. She's 6'5", wears heavy plate armor, armor, and carries a volcanic glass broadsword and round shield. Her armor has mostly been tarnished by years of travel, with only the coat of arms on her breastplate still gleaming as it once did. Um, She has sword proficiency, and she's pretty good at music. No idea when that'll come up, but she's a good singer. (laughs) Um, uh, She was once a sworn knight of the Coral Kingdom, a shining jewel on the sea renowned for its art and culture. Once the first resistance fell, it was swiftly invaded by the Legion and turned into a coastal stronghold. Uh, Tethys, disgusted with herself for not fighting harder and heartbroken by what her kingdom had become, uh, broke out of prison, stole a Legion transport, and traveled the land, trying to help in any way she could. 
she's only recently been recruited by the burgeoning resistance and is still unsure if it's even worth fighting for. So yeah, she uh, she has uh, been branded a traitor by the Coral Kingdom, which still technically exists as a political entity. It's just under complete control of the Legion, with a with a uh, obviously a puppeted princept to replace the old one. Naturally, naturally, it's it's no good, and she's out here trying to figure out if if she can actually save anything or if this resistance is just as doomed to fail as the first one. Yeah, so I suppose we'll find out. Um, that leads uh, that leads quite well into uh, in, into my character here, uh, Nethel Sine. Also, uh, she her, and she is a force captain of the Legion. Um, she's determined, resourceful, quite stubborn. Um, her abilities are uh, she's she's quite agile, um, and she's very proficient in the quarterstaff. Um, she's about five, six, a uh, little stocky, has short curly hair, um, has a, uh, a recently sleeveless legionnaire uniform. I don't think they come sleeveless, uh, <laughs> modified, uh, just a, just a little bit, um, with the, uh, force captain insignia pin and a tattered cloak in uh the colors of the coral kingdom oh fuck uh a remnant of her of her former outfit perhaps uh and a way to remind her of the the old ways that failed i see because as it turns out she was also a knight of the coral kingdom uh nethel found herself disillusioned with the kingdom and its ways as the war dragged on the knights were sent onto the breach again and again with very little support from a royal family that seemingly didn't care uh, for their lives, uh, you know, save what use they were in keeping their status quo. Uh, it became just a bit too much to bear after one particular mission she doesn't like to talk about, and she defected to the Legion, and she opened the gates for the, uh, the Legion to pounce upon the city and its royal family. She committed to her conclusion a long time ago. The old ways of the of the feudal kingdoms are unsustainable, and the Legion is what presents the best hope for a world tarnished by war. Any who stand in the way of progress will be cast aside. I see. So you have sort of cast yourself as the antagonist of this piece, then. Yes. We, we, we've decided to... Uh, La- we we ran a test game of this uh, last week, and I I felt like it just needed a little bit of a little bit of extra spice, you know, just mm-hmm. sort of a sort of an antagonist. I think will help quite a lot. <laughs> so, of course, uh, we uh, each did. Everyone else uh, list their traits because that's an important bit here. Obviously, the characters are kind of defined by the traits and abilities. Abilities are the way that you will kind of narratively uh, shape the world. There are no dice rolls in this game at all. At most, there are coin flips, I think, um, in some mini-games. But otherwise, it's all storytelling. And the way you will go about it is you will give your character tools with which they can do stuff, and also uh, traits uh, that, that embody them. For instance, Tethys is aloof, protective, and melancholy. Just sort of very sad. <laughs> Just, just, just sort of, uh, sort of a morose character. Mm-hmm. Tethys has depression. She sure does. I wonder if the resistance has Zoloft. Hopefully, hopefully, we pretty <laughs> need to need to get to the the antidepressant kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, listen, so many antidepressants, all, the common joke is, can you, is it a Tolkien character or is it an antidepressant? And that game is actually quite hard. Um, <laughs> let, me just look, let me just look up some... Uh, let's see here. We've got a list. Any lists at all? Okay. Uh, I, I can do some off the top of my head. I know some Tolkien. Yep. Okay. Uh, is... Luthien, a Tolkien character or an antidepressant? <laughs> Fuck. Sounds like a Tolkien character. I'm gonna go with antidepressant. You said lithium? Luthien. Luthien. Mmm, Tolkien. Tolkien character. Yay. Okay, literally, I feel like I feel like it sounds some, like something I have heard before. Well, I could get into it, but Luthien is... Like the ro- uh, the Juliet of the Tolkien world. Ah, ah, pretty funny. Mm. Uh, the Shakespearean Juliet, not the She-Ra Juliet. Yeah, I keep forgetting that that guard has a name. It's never said in the show. It's just uh, that was that was extra extra canon ones. All right, let's see here. Uh, here's one, Luvox. Oh, that's an antidepressant. That's definitely that. an antidepressant. Oh wait, yeah. Well, then you should have you should have kept quiet. <laughs> You're cheating. <laughs> I should have. Pardon me. Let's see here. Oh god, they are they're like like Symmetril. Oh god, that one's really that. I'm gonna go with antidepressant. Yeah, same. Yes. Well, I, I'm I'm on a list of antidepressants here, but like so so many of these, like all of these are wizard names. They could all just be wizard names. <laughs> <laughs> Seraphim, Selexa. Now hold on, Hexava. Seraphim is just the name of like an angel. <laughs> yeah, but it's spelled S A R A F E M. Oh come on! They should have. <laughs> but yes, so let me just close this list of antidepressants because otherwise I'll be just be reading all day. <laughs> and let's head back to the document here, uh, or rather the the, the PDF. Yeah, the the fun the fun document. The, the 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 characters the characters have been introduced. Yes, we have our cast. So now we must begin. So each game starts with a step called the prelude. And so let me, let me read from it here. Play this at the start of the session. You start, and everyone plays along. First, choose an option from any section and read it aloud to the other players. Then, answer its uh, answer its question. Other players should feel free to suggest answers, but you have the final say. To end, everyone narrates a two to three sentence scene of their character reacting to this event. Start with the player to your left, and since we are not all in the same room, I am going to go by Discord portraits here. Yes. So, uh, whoever is to the left of that. Um, this game is the opening of the episode. It introduces items, events, and actions that give your story direction and conflict. These elements should be the focus of your story's plots. So, uh, I believe we played a, an older version of this accidentally last time. Because we got confused and several people had different versions of the PDF open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But... Judging by this, I believe that this means we only ask one of these questions? I think so. Let's see. I don't actually know. Yeah, so we we only ask one of these. And we I can pick from any of them. And there are four sections here, one for each faction. Uh so let me let me look over these these questions here. These are quite good. 
Of course, you can find this on uh, itch.io. You can buy it if you would like to uh, support the author. Um, I actually got this in one of those big bundles they released last year or the year before. Yeah, yeah, it was in the uh, it was in the bundle for racial justice and equality. Yes, yes, yes. So you, if you bought that, you will have this. Yeah, you just scroll through the literally ten thousand things that were in that bundle, and you'll find this eventually. You know, they added more to that bundle like after the <laughs> fact too, so it's even bigger now than it used to be. I haven't gone back to look at it. I'm too scared. <laughs> <laughs> God, I, I'm bad enough at playing games that I have on Steam. Like, how am I supposed to look through all of that to find something to play? I'll, I'll be overwhelmed. I'll just, I'll just shut down and curl into a ball. <laughs> make, make make an evening of it. Right, pour yourself out a nice glass of juice or maybe some cheese and crackers. Oh, you're going to need more than an evening. That's like a weekend minimum. <laughs> the, well, the good thing about itch games is that most of them are pretty short. That's true. That's true. And actually a pretty reasonable amount of, well, okay, reasonable amount. A, a, a portion of it is like software and stuff, so it's not all like full games. Let's see. Oh, there are so many juicy bits that we could start with here. Okay, well, hang on a minute. One of these says somewhere deep in the tangled woods lies an ancient sword that holds the soul of a long lost warrior. That's cheating. That is. You can't have that you can't, one. You can't have that one. That one's a little. Uh, you might That's call just that the one plot of the show. a little bit, you know? That's just the plot of the show. You can't put that one in here. <laughs> let's just let's just play out the, the, the sword part one and two. Let's just do a carbon copy of it. Yeah. I mean, you could. You could. You have, you have the character set up for it, more or less. That's true. But instead, I think. I am going to go with this from the Legion section. Two captains and a skiff went missing last night. We can't be sure where they have gone, but there were odd lights in the desert at dawn. What was overheard of their plans? Ooh. Let's see. And the way the way this works, right, is that now we have to answer the question, correct? Yes. Well, I get to answer the question, but everyone else can put give input. But it says I have the final say. Yes. Hmm. Uh, was it aliens? Probably not aliens. Was it aliens? Could be aliens. Though. Well, I guess technically it is. I mean, the Legion is from space. They are aliens. They are aliens already, but <laughs> <laughs> is it alien? Are are we doing aliens? I guess we are. It could be a weather balloon, though. Or swamp gas. <laughs> just swamp gas in the desert. Could be the... Uh, whatever the Princess Alliance equivalent of the FBI is. <laughs> I don't know. What? Special forces? <laughs> what, are you, what are the special princess forces? Special agents, um, Scholar and Moldy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There we go. That's the good stuff. <laughs> well this is the legion so well what if the special agents who went missing were the horde agents Skeller and Mulder? oh that's true there you go all right so what were what was overheard about Skeller and Moldy's plans because those were the uh that is the the question that we are answering i think Skeller i think Skeller and Moldy were definitely uh definitely investigating these odd these odd lights and odd sightings that were uh that were out on the uh the edge of of legion territory uh perhaps by one of uh one of their one of their uh outposts on, on the edge of the wilds 
Mm. Was was Moldy the one that was pushing for the alien narrative? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we call him. Uh, they, they call him Scary Moldy at the, uh, <laughs> at, the at the Legion headquarters there. Um, but yes, I think that I think yeah, I think that works. I think that they, yeah, I think they were uh, going to investigate these odd happenings on the outskirts of Horde territory, and they have vanished. And they they couldn't. They, this was on, not on official business. They they went behind commands back to uh, to to get that. Um, and I think there was a very similar story uh, in uh, over over at the resistance. I think there were strange lights and sounds uh, at the outskirts of their of their territory as well near near the wilds. And uh, I think a few people have gone missing trying to investigate them. Ooh spooky and so they have uh sent sent tethys uh, or Teth- i think tethys may have volunteered to see what's going on Ooh, I- I'm, g- I'm gonna say that uh 06 probably is going along with tethys we're a team yes besties duo we're going to be besties oh it sounds like a setup for they fight crime there <laughs> <laughs> Or find aliens, or whatever it is. It could, like I said, it's it could be swamp gas. It could be anything, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Nethel has uh, has probably been sent out as force captain to go to go find to go find Scholar and Moldy. They they've been they've been missing from their post for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, so O six is going with Tethys, and she says, geologically, it's unlikely to be swamp gas. Well, with the environmental chaos that the Legion has been racking lately with all of that strip mining, I mean, it could, strange things have been coming up. Don't you remember that giant cactus that exploded out of the mountain the uh, last month? That wasn't supposed to be there. I thought that was the plant princess. No, she hates cacti, remember? Does she? I don't know much about plants. I think so. That's what I heard in the break room. I... How about the the desert borders on some of the forests that uh, that Wevin lives in, and she's going out into the desert because she, not because she saw the lights, but she heard something loudly crash. What if this desert is a gigantic impact crater? Yeah, from like millions of years ago. It's just this big, barren space in the. In the middle of, of 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 the wilds, there just it's like it's like miles and miles of, of just nothing. There is a um, there's a forest in Romania where there's just a gigantic circle of where no where nothing grows in the middle of it. Ooh, I forget what that forest is called and what the clearing is called, but it's very spooky looking. <laughs> just a gigantic empty field in the middle of this dense Romanian forest. Yeah, and normally people would avoid such a place until they heard something weird going on there. Yep. And avoid common sense. Exactly. Just sort of a sort of the badlands a little bit. And like I said, she heard someone she heard basically a giant crash and sounded like someone got hurt. And she's kind and, and helpful and well, the there's not a lot of uh cover there, so she's definitely going to be bun- like throwing on her cloak, but she's going to at least slither on over to see if anyone's hurt and needs help. And so that ends the prelude here. So 
And that means the next person gets to go and pick whatever game they want, and the next person to go is Jordan. Okay. Hmm. Let me look at the games again. I said we should see, yeah, there. Let me list the games that exist. Uh, all of the games that exist in the world, these are the only ones. We just did the prelude. There is also Crossing Paths, A Time Past, A Reunion, A New Context, Venture Forth, A Journey Shared, A Challenge Faced, A Truth Uncovered, Mincing Words, A Tense Argument, A Tender Confession, A Duel of Wits, Taking the Dance Floor, A Warm Embrace, A Moment in Concert, A Rhythm of Steps, Heart to Heart, A Closeness Shared, A Gentle Touch, A Beating of Hearts, Taking Shape, A Fresh Look, A Flash of Sparkles, A Transformation. Giving Chase, a quickened pace, a chance taken, a close pursuit. Blade to Stave, perfectly named for this game. A standoff, an ambush, an exchange of blows. Search and Rescue, a captive, a captor, and a rescuer. All-out battle, a line crossed, a castle besieged, an order given. Stand United, a common cause, a helping hand, a sacrifice made. Those are the uh the the mini games that are available each with their own rules that we will get to once they come up i think we should try to get to all of these tonight okay hmm i'm waffling between crossing paths and venture forth how about venture forth because i think that can get multiple people and i i want to try to run into cassidy and and what's what's your character nethis oh six and nethis tethis Tethys. 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 Uh, okay. Yes. Although Venture Forth, I think Venture Forth is, is I, I don't know if that would be fitting because I don't think we've encountered each other yet. Oh, okay. Then, hmm. Sometimes it's hard to figure out what, what works best. I think Crossing Path is a good, is a good place to start. Yes. Well, that one is more built for people with paths. I suppose Venture Forth could be a fine one if we have encountered each other already on the road. Sort of heading in the same direction, which would make sense if the resistance was set as apart from the Legion headquarters, you know, on on opposite kind of ends, and then the wilds. Who knows what? Mm-hmm. So yeah, why would we do venture forth? Okay, so venture forth. So let's see that, and I can pick which partners, right? Yes. So let's let's go. Yeah, let's go with O six and Tethys. They're cross. We're crossing paths on the way to wherever. Well, Wevin heard a crash, I think, and you said you two are investigating those lights? Yes, lights and disappearances. So, we have to answer these questions together. Where are we? I'm guessing since the 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 wasteland is in the middle of the forest, it would probably be somewhere, like, on the, one of, like, the periphery of the forest. You feel like there's, like, a big, like, outer ring around this huge wasteland. Yeah. So somewhere like in that ring, after, after you probably traverse some while, is when you bump into this cloaked figure that has a very long cloak trailing the ground for some reason. Yes, I suppose I can. Hmm. Ah. That. Oh, hello. Hello. Hello there. And as I said, what do you notice about me is the cloak, probably. Right. And the general size. <laughs> Tethys and O6 are pretty large. Yeah, that's true. Tethys is like 6'5". Oh. And wearing full plate. Wow. Um, O6 is probably similar. And O6 is a very large robot. Hello. You are very small. Um. <laughs> 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 so, 
she she actually does seem rather small at the moment. I I will put. I wanted to point this out as just like a side note. Her height's variable depending on how she feels. Like she'll either slither low or or higher on her tail. And I'm guessing at the moment she's slithering low on her tail because she's scared. So she's probably only like four six. I'm guessing, like the average average upper body height to your staggering six. And it's like, yeah, you're very tall. I don't remember seeing you around. Are you new to the forest? We're just passing through. We're on on some business. Oh, are you sure you want to go that way? Because if you keep heading that way, there's just this rather unhospitable desert area. Unfortunately, yes. We are heading for the desert. Oh. It's where our business lies. There have been odd things going on there, which is even odder since, of course, that place is completely barren. Nothing grows there. There's no structures. It's just a horrible salt plain. Oh, well, I mean, I was going that way because I thought I heard something. Did you? Is, it, is that why you're going? You heard something too? Well, we didn't hear anything, but there have been reports. We saw lights. There were some lights in the desert. And some of our friends have disappeared around there oh have you heard or seen anything of that no i just kind of heard like a large crashing sound it sounded like i don't know to be honest it sounded like something got overturned which i mean you know could happen if if something was like trying to zip across that desert i mean that that terrain is probably not very stable sounds like the legion to me oh but the legion kind of doesn't well, I guess there is that one outpost that, but that's all. That's way away. Perhaps their ruthless ex- appetite for expansion has grown to encompass the desert. It is quite a bit of free real estate for building things. But that's a very hard place to live in. Well, you know how they are. There's no water, there's anything, and then you have to track through the forest, which. You know, if you don't know it very well, it's not exactly fun either. I mean, have you been, have you been having fun tracking through the forest? Not particularly. See? There is a certain tactical advantage to uh, having a way around the forest. We need to investigate. Thank you for your information. Well, wait, you said you were also looking for some friends? Yes. That's correct. The search parties who came before us. Hmm. What if they got in the crash? Would they... Sounds like maybe there's more people that might have gotten hurt. And, well, I kind of know how, you know, some medicine and stuff. And I was just going to check to make sure everyone was okay. So if it's okay, I'll just, you know, come along with you to make sure everyone's okay. That would be quite beneficial. Thank you. Yes, I uh, I think that's a wonderful idea. What, what, what was your name? Oh, uh, Bwevin. Bwevin Wormtail. Miss Bwevin. We will be glad for your company. Alright. So, person who knows the least about the area asks the first question. Uh, please. Tethys, we must introduce ourselves. Oh, right, yes, of course. Bwevin, I am O6. And I am Tethys. Knights of the Resistance. The 
resistance. Oh, so that's why you're worried about the Legion. Well, yes. I mean, all of us should be worried about the Legion. Well, like, like I said, they're they're very far from this spot, and they... Well, not until this all going on, which we're not even sure if it's a Legion. They haven't been bothering here, but, you know, if you're right, Legion's here, we've got to worry about them. Perhaps it is the Legion. Perhaps it isn't. It's only a matter of time. You sound like my grandma. I'll take that as a compliment. The wisdom of the elders. Uh, well, shall we start with some questions? Uh, who knows less about the area, you or me? That's a good, because, like, I think it might be you. How much does the, does 06 know about plants? Uh, actually, quite a bit for candy making. Oh. But, like, the general area, is it? Because Tethys has been wandering around for a bit, I think, before joining the Resistance. But how long has it been since 06 broke out? Uh, 06 broke out about 10 years ago, found her way to the village about 8 years ago, joined the resistance maybe one year ago. Well, then maybe we should flip a coin, because that sounds very similar to Tethys's whole time scale. Um, <laughs> unless you just want to give it to me and say Tethys doesn't know shit about fuck. Yeah, yeah, you can go. Alright, yeah, she doesn't she has know shit about fuck when it comes to trees. Um... <laughs> All right, let me look at the questions here. All I know is maples produce a delicious sap. We enter an area along our path that is confusing and difficult to navigate. What is making it so difficult? So basically we're kind of like the trees have gotten in our way, the past disappeared. Hmm. Hmm. We appear to have lost the path. Wevin adjusts her glasses. This doesn't seem natural, even for this place. So this is not something you have come across before? Oh, I didn't say that. I just said that it doesn't seem like this is natural growth here. Perhaps it is supernatural growth. Magic? Do you, you count as magic as supernatural? Yes, I would count magic as supernatural. Because I was just thinking it was like maybe forest spirits. Although they're not exactly spirits so much as they're just kind of like, you know, things that live in the forest. So they're not they're not really spirits then. Have you have you ever you ever seen like those little glowing lights things? Oh yes, will o wisps. Yeah, kinda of like that. I mean people think they're spirits and everything, but they're really just, you know, little glowy fit people who kind of just live here. Or creatures or things like that. Are they likely to have drawn us off the path? Oh, um, maybe. I mean, this does seem like something they would do, unless it's a unless it's a predator, in which case it's drawing us away so it can pounce on us. What an exciting prospect! Uh, Tethys is like rooting around in her uh, in her cloak and pulls out a machete. <laughs> well, I suppose there's nothing to be done about this growth. If we are to uh, continue on our travels, I'll just have to make our own path. Uh, uh- you might want to be careful, though. Sometimes when... I'll say sorry every time. Uh, 06 uh, grabs Tethys's wrist and says, Perhaps we should try a more... Diplomatic? Uh, diplomatic approach, my friend. You want me to talk to the vines? Forest spirits. Oh, your connection. It actually kind of works with a 
robot, though. <laughs> I am becoming robotic again. Uh, now you're back. Excellent. Um, uh, forest spirits, we beseech you to let us pass unhindered. We are merely passing through and mean you no harm. We seek the locations of our missing friends. Please, let us pass. You know, she, she just said that they aren't actually spirits. They're just funny little glowy guys that live in the forest. They can understand. Funny little glowy guys, please let us pass. Sometimes they let a, they listen to people. Oh, oh, do you have chocolate? Or something sweet? Oh, yes, I happen to be carrying this packet of uh, lollies. What flavor? These are watermelon flavored. Ooh. 06 opens the, like, little sack, and they're all, like, you know those candy shops you go to where they have the rods and they chop them up? They're all those sort of candy. Ah. And they look like watermelons, like with the seeds and everything in the center. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I am a confectioner. I didn't know that. Well, now you do. But if we put, some, like, an offering, if we put some out, maybe that will work. Tethys grabs a handful and just says, I, uh... We, we just want safe passage and uh, hope you like uh, artificial watermelon flavor. It's not necessarily my favorite, but uh, it's uh, they're charming little candies. And just kind of underhanded tosses them into the forest. <laughs> just throws them in a bush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a squirrel hops away. I think that does cause the, uh, the, the growth to kind of recede. I would think so too. Cool. We appease them. Hooray. Alright, so next up uh, on, on the list is uh, Jordan. Okay. Going, I think we're going to go right to left, despite the fact that it says person on your left. I think it's easier to do that. Okay. So, hmm. How about the path is torn and treacherous here? What made it this way? This looks even more unnatural. And, this, and by unnatural, I mean not even forest spirit natural. Unnatural. I think Tethys like walking. Yeah, it's just this huge mess of of gouges in the dirt and then felled trees and stuff. As 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 this path is sort of forced to through the woods, and I think Tethys just sort of kneels down, uh, traces one of the like scrapes along a tree with her finger, and says, "These are Legion Machina, I believe." Carefully, you don't get a splinter. I'm in full armor. I'll be fine. I do recognize some of these gouge marks, although they are different from when I last saw Legion technology. Uh, they've been advancing. Uh, yes, I... And advancing through this forest. And the only way they know how, just stumbling forward, tearing up, tearing up everything in their path. See, we were much more nicer. Yes. I wouldn't be so quick to point blame about... Ah, making your way through the forest with violence, Tethys. There's a difference between chopping some branches and driving a skiff through the woods with a chainsaw attached to it. (laughs) Skiffs have chainsaws on them? Perhaps the Legion is getting desperate enough to improvise weapons. We can only hope. That sounds like a bad thing to hope for, though. Well, this... 
That means if they're getting desperate, that means they will make mistakes and perhaps overexert themselves. Regardless, this is pointing us in the general direction of where we need to go, at least. Just follow the destruction. Lemon's going to stop every once in a while to, to just basically pat a tree as if it's com- as if she's comforting it. <laughs> <laughs> Cass, it's your question. Okay, I see a reflection of my former self, an illusion or memory, and it stops me in my tracks. What am I remembering? Uh, I'm going to say we come across the wreckage of an old horde robot. It's all uh, decayed, sitting up against a tree, vines, moss, and have all grown over it, and there's a little bird's nest on its head, uh, where its head used to be. All of this is just making me think of that one really good uh, Nier Automata cover art. Or key key art, rather. (laughs) Yes, basically like that. Yeah. Yep, I love that so much. Um, Yeah, yeah, I think, like, yeah, there's just a robot corpse here. O6 is just gonna stare at it. Are you alright? I mean, it's a good thing that whatever caused that devastation back there missed this, because look at all those nests. Those poor birds would be homeless without without this. Uh, I yes, I am fine. I I am not often reminded of my own moral moral mortality. It may be different for your organics, but it's a difficult thing for me to wrap my head around. Yes, well, you know, it's uh, memento mori and all of that. It's it's never pleasant, but it always happens. But hey, it's, you know, it, it, it's becoming a part of the forest. It's uh, bird nests and all of this. It's a, it's a, it's a lovely little tableau. Um, Plevin has been, t- has gone up to it and is like taking a look at some of the little nooks and crannies. He says, oh, I think I see some of those wa- watermelon lollies. I guess they brought them back here. I I do not know how to feel about this. Uh, 06 puts a hand up to her shoulder where there's like an engraved, uh, like her name engraved, AD06. I, I am, we should move along. Y- yes, right. I'll, uh, l- l- let's keep moving. We, sh- we want to keep good time. Uh, Wevin takes one last look at the thing, at the robot, and actually kind of, like, looks at the same spot that you, that 06 t- touched but on it to see if there's a number there. I will point out I will point out that she will have to raise herself up to do that, so it will look like she suddenly grew taller. I think at this point we have moved on and are walking, so we wouldn't see. Yeah, you're not, you're probably not watching. Yeah. Hmm. I bet you the number says, like, D8 something. Uh, AD is the model and uh, the number is which, like, it's the serial number, basically. Ah. So I th- I'm thinking AD stands for Autonomous Destroyer or something. Huh. Excellent. Uh, my turn. I, I suppose, are we ready to end or do you think we, we have another round in us? I think we have another round. Okay. Sure. I think, let's see. I scout ahead. Coming around a bend, I see something unexpected and I freeze up. What have I found? I think I have found the, like, 
skeleton of a massive beast that has been sort of consumed by the forest. And there are just dozens upon dozens of gigantic vulture-like birds roosting in uh in the trees here sleeping and i think tethys just like reaches an arm back and just like stops everyone else and just stays very still i uh i think we may have an issue oh dear o6 uh puts a hand on tethys's shoulder and says I am sorry that you had to be reminded of your mortality like this. Yes, yes, very funny, very funny. Uh, may I remind you that we are in... I am in full plate armor and you are a large robot and I would not like to awaken these things lest they decide that uh, it, it is time for my mortality to come a-calling. You'll be fine, of course. They they, they don't eat metal, but uh, I think we should tread very lightly. Yes. Tread lightly. We've almost reached the end of the path. We're almost there. We just have to not make a sound. It's don't wake birdie. <laughs> I think it's your your turn to ask. Hmm. Well, first, we, we just kind of, like, very quietly sneak past these vultures, right? Oh, yeah, just, like, very, very slowly. Tethys, in particular, is moving very, very quietly. Just looking down at the ground to avoid stepping on any branches. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I mean, how much sound does Slithering make? Not much. Yeah. Good. Okay. Then I'll go on to a question then. And of course, we can end whenever we want. Anyone can choose to end after the first round. Okay. Well, in that case, I actually, we, I was going to suggest we make it to our destination. As in, we make it to the the desert. Edge of the, yeah. Yeah. What is happening when we arrive? Because I think this is, this is collaborative. This is a collaborative answer. Any ideas? I have lots, I have lots of ideas. In fact, why don't I just give one? There is a gigantic pyramid floating in the center of the desert slowly rotating covered in sand i believe we have found the source of the lights the hell is that it appears to be some sort of structure it's quite large it's uh it doesn't look like it made all that that uh path, like that broken path we just saw in no Judging from the sands covering it and how old it looks, I don't think it was... I don't think it came through the forest at all. I think it came up from the desert. I do not remember any stories about this sort of a structure here in the desert. Neither do I. What do you think it is made of? I'm... That is not my area of expertise. It could be made of anything. Dreams, nightmares. I, I'm going to go with nightmares. I don't like it. I don't like this thing. I don't like looking at it. Uh, you misunderstand me. I mean, uh, do you think it is made of some sort of stone or metal or perhaps uh, silicate material? Well, we won't know unless we touch it, do we? I don't think it's a good idea to touch it. Yeah, I don't... 
I feel like it's looking at me. Does anyone else get the feeling like it's looking at me? I don't like it. When what's, I was noticing that there's like some smoke over there, though. Look, like it's not actually. It's like it's something from behind it is smoking. You see, you see. I think uh, does O six have like binocular vision? Got some extendo eyes. Um, I do not have binocular vision, but I can see very clearly, and I can see a noticeable presence uh, presence of particulates in the air near where uh, Bwevin is pointing. Right, so I guess that means I'll have to look. And so she grabs her binoculars and, and holds them up. Yep, I, I see the smoke. I'm, I'm looking for what's making the smoke. Because I doubt it's a grill. Uh, I doubt there's a, a barbecue going down down there. And if there is, I would like to know why I wasn't invited. Well, you know what they say about smoke. Where there's smoke, there's a source of the smoke. I always thought it was they pinch back. Um, and, yeah, I think she just looks in there and says, and sees, like, yeah, the wreckage of a skiff. Sort of half-lodged in the desert. Can't quite see, but, yeah, there's there's something going on over there. I suppose it's, uh, time we got over there to investigate that. Without touching the pyramid. Yes, I would like to avoid touching the pyramid. Oh, do you see anybody? Is anyone hurt? Too far away to tell. All I can see is the... The wreckage. I can't see any bodies. Oh, I hope they're not just... Eh. Alright, I think that'll end. Uh, so, next person who gets to choose a game, I think we'll go We'll go left here. Uh, Jane, I think it's only fair that you choose the game next. Yes. Well, now, now everyone has arrived at the crashed skiff where... Uh, where uh, Sculler and Moldy have uh, sort of been sort of been lost at lost in the badlands here hmm do you perhaps uh show up and start attacking uh Tethys? see this is this is the question this is the question i'm wondering the the sort of the the the, the next logical step i feel like is crossing paths oh yeah which can lead into Blade to Stave. Can lead into many things. Many things, including, I don't know, giving chase, Blade to Stave. Uh, so many, so many exciting options. Uh, let's, let's see. Yeah, I think, I think let's go with, uh, with crossing paths. And I think, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a Nethel and Tethys here. Because, uh, because, yeah, we're, uh, I think I think as uh, as the the sort of intrepid party sort of shows up to investigate uh, just uh, just across the uh, the sort of the sort of wastes here uh, you see you see a second skiff fast approaching. I think that uh, Tethys immediately goes for the sword, just grabs onto the hilt. Looks like we aren't the only ones interested, as I was afraid. Yeah, ne- Nethel is going to uh, to pull up to the to the skiff, not necessarily noticing the party just yet, but uh, oh, um, does Nethel do the Akira slide with the skiff? Oh, not uh, you, you know it. <laughs> yes, just sort of just sort of drift it on in, and and she uh, she sort of hops off, and uh, just as she's she's getting ready to. Uh, 
to to get her things off the off the back of the skiff here uh she notices three three adventurers sitting here not just three adventurers one of them one of them is in a very specific set of regalia and she immediately recognizes the sundered pearl as it were well first you have to ask me when did we last see each other Oh yes, Nethel asks, when did we last see each other? I think they last saw each other during Tethys's prison break. Ooh, okay. I think that Tethys refused to uh, to bow to the Legion and uh, instead joined the, the former Princept in, 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 uh, in the dungeons below until she simply couldn't take it anymore and decided to bust out at, at her princess urgings to see if there was any resistance left and i think that there was a moment where nethel could have captured tethys but allowed her to leave yes i i think so too i think i think nethel definitely wanted to to con- to convince her old friends of the 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 futility of continuing to try and 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 uphold a dead system to to continue to to bow to the princeps and and follow their orders so let's see let's see questions so why don't you start yes actually i think i'll start because i have a good one it's been so long that i'm sure you'll hardly recognize me what about me hasn't changed and that's obvious. It's the armor. The armor is the same. The armor is the same. It's tarnished. It's not shining and pearlescent anymore, but it is It is the same armor. The armor is the same, but the person in the armor is, is not the same Tethys that Nethel remembers, I think. This is a this is a bit of a a, a beaten down Tethys, a Tethys that's grown world weary, someone who has sort of lost a bit of the spark that really that really kept her going. I think my question is, we were we were so close then, and I'm eager to see you now. Do you share my excitement, Tethys? Her gaze is steely. She has not removed. She hasn't drawn her sword, but she's not removed the hand uh, from the hilt as she kind of steps forward away away from um, 06 and Brevin. Would you like to continue with mincing words? Oh, I think I think mincing words is a is a good direction. Obviously, the the opening questions here: mincing words. You and your chosen partners play first aside by yourself. What secret? If any, your character is hiding. If you like to share it with the other players, it's also fine if you don't have one. I don't think Tethys has one. I think, I think it's pa- I think Nethel has one, but uh, but we'll we'll keep that one a little bit close to the to the vest for now. Yes, and to then answer these three questions together, where are we talking? We know that in the uh, in the wreckage of a of a crashed skiff below a giant ominous pyramid, slowly spinning in the sky. How did we come to be sharing this conversation? Same question, or same answer. Yeah, an encounter in the sands. What do I notice about you? That's a that's a strong question. I feel like Nethel notices the the tension 
the tension on Tethys's entire in in her entire body language, really the 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 intensity and and, and anxiety and the fact that perhaps she's just not quite as uh as battle ready as she might have used to be i think the thing i noticed about you is the shiny new badge at least a tethys on your on your on your lapel the new force captain badge so recently promoted one might say i wasn't there the last time they met who has the most to hide here Ooh, that's a that's a good question i feel like I feel like Nethel probably has the most to hide. Uh, yeah, I was going to suggest Tethys, because uh, Nethel does not know about the search parties that we're looking for. Ooh, actually, that's... That's true. I think it is Tethys. I think Tethys knows that there are other other people who have disappeared in this desert. Because it's obviously obvious that there are Horde people here. But, well, Legion people here. <laughs> yeah, legally distinct. Legally distinct, not the Horde, the Legion, and also not that Legion. Uh-huh. Not the other one. No no football uniforms here. <laughs> well, I suppose I start with a direct question here. I reveal my true feelings to you saying, I knew that you would be here, traitor. Somehow I felt it. Do you meet them with compassion or confusion? Ooh. I think maybe, I think compassion, in a way. Nethel, Nethel responds, Oh, did you, did you think I would be here, or did you hope? I wonder. Tightening on the, on the hilt of the sword. The, Le- the Legion's quite large. Any, any force captain could have shown up. Is that a new development? Rising in the ranks, are you? Yes. Our rather charismatic leader has uh, has been persuaded a bit. Things things are things are pro- progressing in a a very forward leaning direction here, and uh, I've been I've been taking a bit more of a proactive role. I suppose congratulations are in order. Well, thank you. I've uh, I've really put in the legwork, as you might imagine. So now you get to ask one. Yes, I'm gonna say. I ask you bluntly to explain yourself to me, saying, "And just what are you and your ragtag bunch of miscreants here doing, huddled around uh, around this crash site?" I respond mostly honestly with. Same as you, I presume. Lights in the sky, strange noises at night, and uh, we decided to come investigate and found this, gesturing back at the pyramid, and this uh, at, the, at the skiff. Forward thinking, technologically advanced, can't fly in the desert, just crash right into a sand dune. Yes, well, there's no accounting for uh, for an individual's... Uh, prowess with the technology is that one uh, speaking of which is that is that one of yours that thing up there a new a new toy of your little glorious leader no unfortunately the this uh this pyramid's not one of ours we uh we've been we've been looking into it for for a fair few uh few weeks now and well Let's just say there's a little bit more going on here than uh, than what might uh, 
than what it might seem. But the answers to those questions are ones that I'm afraid I can't be letting you answer. That's so. Well, I don't see anyone else around here. It seems to me that you are uh, you're, you you are one, and we are three. It would seem that way, wouldn't it? Just an interesting, just an interesting observation that I would I, I would make. Um, not saying anything, of course, but just doing a little bit of math, you know. Levin's gonna raise her hand to try and ask a question. Great. <laughs> what is it? I think like I think Tatha just like looks back and says, "What? What? Well, I mean." There were people driving that thing that crashed, right? Presumably. That's how skiffs work. Yes, there there were a couple. Uh, are they okay? Because I think, you know, the hurt, hurt pe- anyone who's hurt should be taken care of first. Yes, well, I'm sure they're fine, but I am here to retrieve them, as it were. Do they want to be retrieved by you? She's actually kind of giving you a look there. Well, they may not be entirely happy with their performance review, let's say, but they they are in fact they are members of the Legion, so they aren't they wouldn't be entirely unhappy to see me. Yes, well, why don't you just take your little stooges and leave us be? We'll let you leave. Just just collect your you're little fools, and, and and get out of here. Then, if that's all, if that if that's all you're here for, then that's fine. That's just, just pick them up and go. Well, we're here for a little bit more than just that. You see, we also are excavating this site. You could say, um, and I do mean that quite literally. And uh, and and as she says that, uh, you hear a low rumbling noise. And it's, it's getting just a touch louder uh, every second that passes. Can we see anything on, like, the horizon or something? Is it approaching from a ways away? Yes. It's, uh, it, it is approaching, and as, uh, as, as the, the noise gets uh, even louder, right over the sort of the crest of a, of a dune here, you see a uh, large sort of sand crawler style vehicle with a big uh with, with a with a large excavating arm on the side of it uh manned by just a just a handful of uh of legionnaires you know a couple dozen maybe maybe 20 or 30 guys and she's still standing there just staring staring up at uh at her here the sword is still not drawn uh query uh, do we think we could take this many soldiers in a fight? I think I can handle the math for you there, my robotic acquaintance. Um, I'm going to go with no. Tethys, we may need to, uh, get going. Uh, Nethel, Nethel's gonna, gonna lean in close here, perhaps a little too close, and, uh, sort of say to, uh, to Tethys here, and this is, uh, this is your cue to run, my dear. I think Tethys just, like, gives you a death glare and just, like, turns and uh, and starts briskly walking away. Uh, a power walk, you could say. Yes. We're not done here. 
Oh, I certainly hope not. I, I'd be disappointed if we were. And she says as she sort of turns uh, turns back to the uh, to the to the large machinery that's appeared and uh, is is about to uh, to sort of get to work. I think she just stalks right past uh, the other two and just sort of goes over a sand dune, just in a general direction. Oh, um, when when Tethys reaches us, uh, I would like O six to pick her up as well as uh, Wevan, and physically carry them while running. <laughs> okay. Um, so if it isn't obvious by then, this is pretty much when you'll figure out she has a snake tail when you pick her up. Because she will freak out and basically wrap said tail around around your arm. I wonder if Nethel sees that. I don't think Nethel sees that. I think I think Nethel is a little bit too... She she's focusing a on uh, on sort of getting getting Tethys's goat here and b uh, sort of directing the bumbling legionnaires as they they try to operate a piece of heavy machinery. Uh, I believe it is Cass's go to pick something. Yes, uh, I would like uh, after we have retreated a bit to uh, let you both down. And go to hand to heart with uh Wevin. Uh so you might be, for instance, uh a bit scared that your secret has been revealed to us and you have gone off to hide somewhere. Would that be fitting with the character? She yeah, she is kind of freaking out and Excellent. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, like slither off. Oh, you run away. Tethys is like sitting on like a patch of salty sand, just like staring at the ground. O six says to Tethys, uh, "Remain here. I will return." And run. O six runs after Wevin. Wevin, Wevin, are you there? No, no, I'm not here. Are you there? Not here. Hello. You, Wevin. She's. You'll hear a voice coming from like one of the few left trees from the forest, she slithered up into it. The presence of your response seems to contradict that statement. No, no, you're, um, you're, you're hearing things. I'm, I'm a forest spirit. Ooh, you got any more of those watermelon lollies? Um, can there be, like, if this were a TV show, it would cut to Bwevin hiding. Yes. And then the camera slides to the side and O6 is, uh, has found Bwevin's hiding place and is holding out the little packet, uh, little bag of lollies. And uh, O6 says, yes, uh, I do have more. And for a moment, Bwevin's going to forget herself and kind of like, slide, well, hang down. She knows the force. She knows how to do this and takes some. Oh, good. I wanted to try some. Oh, she grabs one and tries to climb back up into the tree. Getting back up is not as easy from as to hang down from a branch, by the way. Uh, O6 sits down at the base of the tree, uh, crisscross applesauce, and says, I am sorry if I have done something to make you uncomfortable. You're not too freaked out that I'm part snake? No. I have seen many things while I was journeying over this land since my creation. 
I just kind of roll with it. Have have you seen something like me before? Not quite like you, no. But I have seen things of similar removal from the humanoid default. Levin's going to mull this over and kind of finally come down from the tree. So it's fine that I'm part snake. Of course. Is it fine that I am a robot? Yeah, I mean, you seem pretty nice. We don't get many robots in the forest, though. I mean, you saw what probably was the last one that here looked like, so... Yes, I did. It was one of the robots in my batch. So you said you never saw anything like me before, right? No, I did not. Have you heard of anything, like in stories, or or maybe like have been talked about? No, I do not remember as such. I have not heard many stories. I mainly concern myself with making people here happy, outside of fiction. Okay. Well, I've been told that there are people who would harm me if they knew what I am. So when you picked me up and found it, basically you found out what I was and that's what freaked me out. Because I was worried you would realize that you were, that you had to harm me for some reason. And I'm glad it seems like that's not the case. So I'm very glad for that. I'm sorry that my actions caused you anxiety. I believe I can sympathize with your situation. My line of warbot was decommissioned by the Legion many years ago. If the Legion were to capture me, I would most likely be melted down for spare parts. In a way, in a way from what I heard from my grandmother, that's kind of what would happen to me too. Except, you know, I can't be melted down for spare parts. There's other ways. Okay, uh, I would like to do an advance. I would like to sit beside you. May I? Yes. And uh, you answer with one of the answers. Okay. Uh, let me see here. You may, but only for a moment, and then I stick back to give us another some comfortable distance. She's still a little wary. Very well. Uh, O6 moves back to her previous location. Can... did... do you think the others saw what I am? It is possible that Tethys saw, but I do not think the Legion saw. Okay. Um, can we see if Tethys did, and if not, try and keep it a secret? I will help you. And conceal you, if necessary. Oh, okay. I know how difficult it can be to reveal something about yourself like this. I was... The re- resistance was re- wary, we- wary of me at first. Uh, so, O6 uh, stands up and uh, holds out her hand. 
uh, to offer you to take it and head back to Tethys. And she she will take it, and she'll also fix her cloak to kind of cover her lower body again, and head back with you to Tethys. I think that when you get to where Tethys was, she's gone. Oh no. Tethys? No note or anything. Oh. Tethys is often like this. Invisible? Is she invisible? Is that what this is? Unlikely. I have not known her to be, have the power of invisibility. Oh. Uh, are there perhaps any tracks in this uh, salt plane that we could follow? There are. They are leading towards the excavation site. Oh, bother. We may need to go back. And if I may make a suggestion for your scene, Jordan. <laughs> giving chase. Yes? Chasing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I also like that we are leaving footprints, which means that for the entire time they travel, Blevin has not noticed that she's just been living, leaving slither marks in, in the ground instead of footprints. Yeah, you're just doing little hops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very funny. No one's, no one's looked. I mean, who pays attention to that kind of thing, huh? Us. Yeah. All right, let me open up a, uh, let me open up a coin flipper here. Okay, so how did the chase start? Oh wait, we should first, which is the hunter and which is the quarry? I am the quarry. Okay. I am just walking. And our, both of us are, are hunting you, right? Yeah. Okay. Someone can be the primary hunter. I think, yeah, probably better if Bwevin is. Yeah. Okay, so how did the chase start? Well, you weren't back when we came looking for you. Where is the chase taking place? It's across this des- desert landscape. Uh, what do I notice about you? Uh, she is unhooking her sword belt. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, spicy, this one. <laughs> and like, getting ready to put it away somewhere. And she's just like stomping across the sands. This is not good. I don't, th- even, even if she does what she wants to do, I don't think it's going to end well for her. So, let's see. The quarry leads the hunter through a series of four challenges and hesitations. To begin, the quarry chooses an option from either list and reads it aloud. The hunter then throws, throws, flips a coin, and answers the prompt based on the result. The quarry must choose at least one hesitation. Uh, don't forget to use your abilities during the chase, and during the chase, the quarry and the hunter will gain tokens. So, And at the end, uh, the references in Siri will gain on each other after a total of four prompts, at least one hesitation among them, compare tokens. And that's where we decide how this comes out. So, you have to... I can keep track of the tokens. Okay. And the quarry picks first what happens. So I guess you get to pick a challenge or hesitation to throw at us. I scramble up a steep surface. You throw. Heads, tell me how you scale it without breaking a sweat. Tails, tell me why the climb is challenging and I gain a token. Okay. So let me flip it to see if I get heads or tails. I got tails. Ah. (laughs) Tell me why the climb is challenging. Um, and I gain a token, so one token for the quarry. Uh, it's rather a very sh- uh slippery, slippery surface. And while you have treads on your on your shoes, I'm just slithering on the ground. Right, she's got like the big stompy combat boots or whatever. Yeah, so ex- I don't exactly have the traction that you have going up this this climb. You see me wobbling from side to side. You're not exactly sure why, but for some reason I have to run uh, zigzag across the, the surface to make any headway at all. I think she, like, 
glances. I mean, unless unless you actually do know about the snake thing at this point, but if not, <laughs> no, I don't think she. I don't think she noticed. She was she was in her feelings when she the, the tail was wrapped around the arm. Um, I think at this point she like glances back and sees you and just says, "Just stay." I don't worry about me. I know what I'm doing. Just stay back. You don't have to involve yourself in this. You're gonna get hurt. I'll be fine. You require backup. I don't need any backup. This is my business. Let's see. I slip on loose ground and scramble to pick myself up. You throw. Heads, tell me how you use the slipperiness to get to your advantage, and you gain two tokens. Tails, you slip. Tell me how you get back on your feet. As she just, like, hits a loose patch of of, of salty sand and just, like, falls flat on her face. <laughs> okay. Let's flip. Heads. All right. Nice. Gain two tokens. So this time, because you were going up the slippery surface, now that you're going down, she just kind of just slides. So she uses the slippiness to basically slide forward instead of sliding backwards because it's now angled the other way. I see. Kind of like a slide. Whee! <laughs> she like picks herself up and, and like just starts walking faster, still still just power walking down this big old dune. Oh, I have a bad idea of how this might work if I win. Or at least an idea that might be crazy. But only... But let's see how this goes. <laughs> I reach open ground and make a break for it. You throw. Heads, tell me how you keep up with me. Tails, tell me what obstacle gets in your way and I gain a token. And she just, like, gets to the bottom of this dune and just start, and then just starts running. Alright. Aha, I got tails... Or, I got heads. So... To try and go faster, she knows that if she if she do, if she uses less of her tail to slither on, so she's kind of actually reared up, so that she's a little bit higher off the ground than normal, so that she's basically furiously only whipping like a smaller section of her tail to go to move forward faster. So essentially, she's snake snake running. I read. Uh, I throw a trap or distraction behind me to slow you down. You throw. Heads, tell me how I avoid it. Tails, tell me how you break free of it and I gain a token. She just, like, reaches into her, her like, traveling cloak and just throws a bottle onto the ground. There's, like, just like, a big old flash of light and purple smoke right in your face. And she says, leave me be! Okay. Let me... Aha! I got heads again. Oh my god. <laughs> uh... When you throw the bottle to basically cause a great flash, I immediately close the hood of my cloak over my eyes ah. and kind of just power forward through it. And when you shout, leave me, I says, but you're going to get hurt, like really bad hurt, not not just like a punch, like lots of people are going to gang up on you. That is four prompts, if I'm counting correctly. Yep, so I get I have to choose I have to choose one because I definitely I have more tokens. It's one to two. Actually three. I believe the hunter gained two tokens for that hesitation. Ah, uh, yeah. Can I make it the suggestion I was gonna that I was thinking of if if I won? What what were you thinking of? If Webin actually tackles you to the ground, like catches up and tackles you to the ground. Yeah. And by tackle I mean actually grabs and coils around you right. completely for you. Again, just out of out of complete uh, must get this done and not thinking about what she's been doing, 
wraps like coils around you with, with her tail to try and keep you still as well as just grabbing onto you. Yeah, I think I'm exhausted and you catch up with me. It's just like, yeah, she <laughs> running in full plate armor is hard. Um, <laughs> it's hot. So yeah, I think she just goes, get off of me. What? Snake? What? Look. I Snake? Ah! She's going to freak out and actually let go of you by it. Yeah, just Loosen her grip at least. Shoves you off and it's like, listen. All right, the both of you, I, there's unfinished business between that force captain and I, all right? And we still don't know where our friends are. And I don't want them stumbling upon them and taking them prisoner. Then, then wouldn't it be easier to sneak? I am going to turn myself in as a distraction, all right? And then you two can go and look. Perhaps I can find my way inside of that thing. I, I have a feeling that whatever has happened to them, they're in there somewhere. And maybe I can glean why the Legion is excavating this place. I mean, yeah, there's a big ominous pyramid floating in the sky, but beyond that, it, I don't know. Tethys, I do not believe that you would be able to escape from such a situation, even with our help. I... Yeah, do you have to turn yourself in? I mean, she's going to kind of gesture around. doesn't look like they're paying attention to us right now. Why don't we just sneak over and find your friends and, I don't know, maybe we can, f- if if we're quiet enough, we can figure out what they're doing as well. Like, I don't, I think they're distracted enough by the pyramid. I just, you, would, you wouldn't get it, alright? I don't. That's right, so just shove off, alright? Just... Help 06 find our friends. I can find my own way out. But wouldn't it be better if you helped us help help find your friends? Like, I don't even know what they look like. 06 does. Bwevin, I believe her mind is made up. Look, I trust you, 06, alright? You can find them. You can. I can get myself... Don't worry about me. I've, get, I've gotten myself out of tighter scrapes. Than a few legion jackasses fumbling around in the desert, okay? Very well. I will allow this course of action. I'll meet you back at the at the entrance to the forest, where we came out. And if not... Then just forget about me. Well, we will plan from there. No, just... I'll be fine. If I'm not there, just go. Alright? Okay. Here, hold on to this. And she, uh, she hands you the sword belt. Okay. O six takes the sword. Be uh, be careful. They don't, they don't really make those anymore. I will safeguard it with my life. Good luck, my friend. All right. She uh, she goes over to the the uh, the excavation site, and I have an interesting scene. As you do, O uh, six is going to shepherd Wevin around the other side of the pyramid to investigate it. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you go ahead. What do you think the instruments of the coral kingdom would be? Would it be a lyre? What's like a coastal? What's like a, a Mediterranean instrument? Like, yeah, like a lyre, right? Lyre. The steel drums. No, <laughs> not, she does not pull a set of steel drums out of her cloak. Maybe like a flute or whistle kind of thing too as well. Yeah, okay. Perhaps a shell horn. A, an ocarina made out of a shell. Ooh, I do like that. That would be quite fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm going to choose taking the dance floor. Oh, all right. As uh, as she just sort of walks down the dune, and in the distance you can hear some some familiar sounding tunes, the uh, some old some old choral kingdom hits as she is uh, as she is trudging that way. Obviously, with with no no weapons on her, no shield, no sword, no weapons you can see anyway. She's still wearing her armor. A very a very exciting prospect. Hmm. I'm just here to talk. Call those morons off. Glancing at the excavation crew. <laughs> the, the the group of legionnaires who definitely, definitely know how to use this equipment for sure. Don't worry about it. Seems as though even though you're a force captain, they're still sticking you with the bottom of the barrel. Yes, well, working up the corporate ladder, as it were, uh... It takes a little bit of effort, it seems. Tell me, do you still remember any of the old songs, or has it all been replaced with steel and smoke and conquest? And she sort of, she sort of looks, she 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 looks past Tethys a little bit. She says, "Well, every now and again, I look back at the way things used to be." It wasn't all pointless. There were a few nice things. Certainly the song the so- the song and dance were nice. It's uh I will say it's dreadfully droll in the uh in the Legion, if nothing else. Yeah, so I think she is just sort of unhooking the, the, the straps on her plate and just letting it sort of fall into the sand here. Um and uh she like does you know she she chirps a, another tune as she just sort of spins across the uh, uh the sands and just uh, and just holds her hand out and says well then care to relive a few memories just for old time's sake she i think she gives i think she gives tethys a look she's not this is not actually what she was expecting i don't think she's a bit she's a bit taken off guard but but I think after some hesitation, she does she does take her hands. I make a dramatic entrance and take the floor with a flare. Does it impress or annoy you? Hmm, how dramatic is it? It's pretty dramatic. She like walks the perimeter of you and just like swipes like a circle with her foot as she moves to make it like a rough dance area. Oh. And then like whips off her cloak. Under her plate, she's wearing, you know, like a, like a, like an athlete, like a, sort of like Adora's, like, clothes. Just like a, a uniform thing under the plate. Very breathable. Very breathable, very, uh, very Spartan, one could say. Yes. Yeah. Form-fitting? Yep. Naturally. <laughs> of course. Uh, I, I would say, I would say it does impress, it does impress Nethel. I think, I think she is, she is impressed by your form and and the fact that uh that you still that you still have it she's like oh i'm surprised you still remember these old moves you've uh you you haven't slowed down quite as much as i thought you would have well unlike you i haven't forsaken everything she tosses you one another one of these ocarinas what about you have you slowed down at all and she uh she she catches the uh she catches the little flute and uh, and says, "Oh, not on your life!" And uh, 
despite not being quite as much of a musical adept, you know, she's she's not going to be playing for the Royal uh, Concerta anytime soon for multiple reasons, mostly being that it doesn't exist anymore, but uh, she can hold her own in a, uh, I suppose you might call it a friendly sort of uh sort of musical battle here friendly in in air quotes i think uh-huh exactly sage well i should say taking the dance floor says you know so yeah next the worst dancer begins by taking a step i do think that uh tethys is the worst dancer best musician oh by far um so take turns taking steps each player gets two steps total over the course of the dance once once every dancer has taken two steps the dance ends don't forget to use your abilities while you dance. Oh yes. Ah, what is what step will Nethel take? There's so many good ones. There's so there are so many good ones. Um I'm gonna go with I use my abilities to dazzle you. She uh she takes the lead here. And Ooh, actually, you know what? No, no, no. Uh, I, I take your hand in mine and begin leading you through this dance. Do you follow along or take the lead yourself? I follow along. Tethys was never one to uh, to lead a dance. She's always content to follow. And Nethel takes note of this. Nethel, as she sort of starts to take the lead in this dance here, her... Uh, her movements calculated and and articulate and uh, very well timed. She uh, she turns to uh, to Tethys and she and she asks, Ah, still following in my footsteps? I see. It's uh, perhaps it's quite it's quite like the old days a little bit, wouldn't you say? Only one of us is part of the great cog in the machine aren't we perhaps i always thought of you as a leader and now you're just another pawn you i never understood it you do you really think that the legion will bring a better future it will be a different one i'll give you that will it be better all of this steel and smog clogging the skies you saw what they did to the city yes well she, I think, I think is thrown off a little bit, and she says, well, call that uh, an overzealous application of force, but the kingdom needed to be put in its place. You saw what, you know what they did. There's a reason why we're one of only, we're, we're, we're some of the only knights left after that, that war. I'm aware. I, uh, I don't pretend that it was all good, or that I'm even fighting to restore the princess. I'm, I'm not fighting for that. I'm fighting against the Legion. We both want the same thing. Can you see that? We're ju- you just... Uh, and she, I, I trip over my own feet. Do you watch me stumble or catch me? I think, I think Nethel lets Tethys fall. Tethys, Tethys is going to fall to the ground, and... Nethel is going to look down at her with perhaps a touch of scorn. We are not fighting for the same thing. You still follow the lead of the Princept. 
All that will come of this in the end is a restoration of the old world. Nothing new, nothing changes when these, these magical freaks are in charge. The only thing that changes is the guard, because they run out. I think at this point her hair has come undone and is falling all over her face. You know, she usually has it tied up back where all of her, her thick black hair is just sort of hanging in her face. She says, so that's what you, so a better, a brighter future, a, a better future under, under the rule of your kind, benevolent lord who, you know, ruins cities and, and crashes through forests, tearing them up instead of anything else. I, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand why you let them in. Even if they, you were betrayed, how can you think that they won't do the same once they're done with you? Once you are no longer useful to them, they'll just cast you aside too. Oh, I'm well aware. Our so-called glorious leader has his own machinations, his own plans, his own ideas of grand conquest. Not entirely dissimilar to the Coral King. No, I have designs a little bit more ambitious than that. There's more than one reason why I'm here. And this pyramid holds more than just a few uh a few lost legions. There's uh there's a little bit more going on here than you might first think. You have one more movement, one more step to take. Yes. Um as uh, as Tethys is still sort of kneeling on the ground there, catching her breath. Is this the last last step or the second to last step? This is the last step. Each dancer takes two steps. Right, right, right. The song the song has ended. We're both neither of us are playing music anymore. You are on the ground and above you stands Nethel. And she she asks you if you will stay or walk away. What she says is, listen, following a silly precept and trying to restore the old with this resistance, it is, it's barely a plan at all. It's, it's simply hoping that when things go back to the way they were, that everything will work out. And I don't think that that's really anything to look forward to, is it? I am going to need more than a few competent people once the old guard of the Legion is done away with. I could use someone with the, the knowledge, the training that you have. Why don't we take over together i think tethys glances over at the the plate armor the the sigil of the coral of the coral knight still still shining sure stands up brushes the sand off of her off of her pants walks over to it picks it up turns back and says i'll decide upon sunrise i'll stay for now but I want you to, to uh, I want you to show me something. Oh, and what would you like to see? I want to see 
what's inside that. And she points up at the, the pyramid. Oh. I think... I think that can be arranged. Alright. Now it's your turn to pick something. Yes. Yes, it is. Ooh, okay. Ah, uh, what have we not done? Okay, so we did taking the dance floor. We did the chase, mincing words. I think we have just not done taking shape, blade to stave, search and rescue, all out battle, and stand united. Yes. I, yeah, those are, those are the ones we haven't done yet. I think we, we won't do one of these. I think it's either one or the other with Stand United and All Odd Battle. Um, hmm. If I may make a suggestion. What's your suggestion? Because I have something in mind as well. What's, what's your suggestion? Giving chase with you. So, so uh, 06 and Bwevan have already, I believe, found their way into the pyramid or were trying to. Yeah. And taking uh, giving chase, the pursuer, uh, or a captive, or I'm talking about search and rescue, the captor does not have to be a player character. The captor can be something else. So we can do that. What was your idea, Jane? Ooh, I actually quite like that. Yeah, the, ser- the, search, the search and rescue seems interesting. Yeah, I was going to suggest that as well. And the captors are actually everyone, including Walter and... and- uh, Scully. Yes. Molding and Scully, and 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 the the missing search parties. I think so. Yes. I think I think um, Mulder and Scully, or Scalder and Molly, are. Yes. Uh, Scholar and Moldy. It's I believe it was Scholar and Moldy. Yeah, Scholar, Scholar and Moldy. Scholar and Moldy are, uh, and uh, and then the Resistance guys um, are uh, are all. Are all stuck in inside of this uh, inside of this very strange pyramid, and uh, I think I think everyone is is going in and uh, and rescuing them. And the captor is this mysterious pyramid. So, just a quick question, because with with because this will this might be important for abilities. Is this pyramid ma- more magical in nature or more? more ancient technology thing in nature because that's a good question that's an because if it's magical that means it's going to be probably messing with uh some of the abilities i gave my character i think it's probably somewhere in between right like a techno magical construct oh dear i think (laughs) it's definitely like ancient technology type shit okay all right so uh the rescuer needs to find the captive and help them escape um if there's more than one rescuer take turns posing challenges okay so let's see rescuer challenges Ooh, i just got an idea for what the pyramid could be Ooh, yeah do share okay so the pyramid is the like personal craft slash escape ship of the royal family of the coral kingdom oh it's where they're runestone is how'd i get all the way out here unless they 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 fled or one of them fled they they initiated a random hyperspace jump somewhere on the planet when the legion came into the coral kingdom and they ended up here uh leaving all their troops behind Uh uh-huh at the same time what do we think i think that's a good idea i can i can get behind that i can get behind that yeah buried it in the <laughs> buried it in the sand oh boy 
Unless they're on a drive. <laughs> the infinite probability drive, yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Let's see. I think Nethel runs down a passage past everyone else. Uh, probably not running, probably just sort of briskly taking the lead. She's she's pretty confident that she knows her way around this uh this this pyramid here. Uh and uh and I throw uh or no, okay. I run a passage past you following an errant lead and someone else has to flip a coin. Someone who is not involved? Um are you're with Tethys, right? Or yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we uh, I I was I was uh, we we caught up to uh, to O six and Bwevin, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, Bwevin. Bwevin, are you uh, are you gonna try and get my attention? Yeah, where yeah she is seeing Tethys, she'll she'll call out, not realizing that yes. Methel's right there. Yeah, so we we've we've come into the pyramid and all of us are are the uh are the rescuers in this situation. I think that uh Tethys Tethys has donned her armor again. Yeah, and also seeing that, that the fact that you're not like beaten up will at least give her a benefit of a doubt that at least things sort of went okay. Right. Or things didn't go as bad as as they were worried about. Or they went much much worse than we could have imagined. <laughs> Who could possibly say? Yeah, I think Tethys walks up to O6 and is like, You are unharmed. Uh, my, I am. Just uh, my, my sword, please. Te- um, O6 has the sword in her hand and holds it out to Tethys. But uh, when Tethys goes to grab it, uh, O6's hand holds onto it. What? What is it? You are uncompromised? Yes, of course. I just talked my way in here. Don't worry about it, alright? I will trust you. And O6 lets go of the sword. Belts it on. And, uh, yeah, so, alright. Who's playing the captive? Who's playing the captor? And who is the rescuer? Right, so... So I think someone has to get taken here. Yeah. Okay. So who's gonna get taken? You know what? I'll 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 say, Nethel's a little bit too confident. She's she's she feels like she's been she's been through this uh, through this song and dance uh, a few a few times. This is not her first time at this pyramid, and uh, ideally it won't be the last. But she's a little distracted and. She uh, she sets a trap off and finds herself sliding down a uh, sort of side passage here, uh, full of automated automated guards, uh, sort of large insect-like creatures. Yeah. Who's playing the ship? Who wants to be the ship? I still have the the tail the coin flipper open. If you want me to go ahead and. Use that for the ship. Yeah, go for it. All right. You get to be the ship. You get to be the captor. Um, so I guess that means... Uh, perhaps it is that the ship is disrupting your abilities. And uh, yeah. yeah, O6 has to carry you or something. 
Perfect. Yeah, I think as soon, so as, soon as Nethla gets like dragged away, uh, Tethys like runs right after her, slides down that that uh, that hallway. Oh no! After them. So. So let's see who goes first. I believe it goes. Oh yeah, it is. There is a there is a order here. So yeah, so the, the captive. Did we answer where is the captive being held and what are their surroundings like? No, no, we did not. The captive is, uh, so I'm going to say that, um, Nethel, uh, sort of slipped down into a, a very unfamiliar, um, deeper chamber in the pyramid from the, uh, the sort of entrance here. Uh, it's dark, it's a little bit dank, and it is full of horrible biomechanical creatures that look a little bit like spiders, but not quite. Yeah. Like humanoid spiders. They're like spider. Some kind of spider man. Ah, uh, some kind of. Uh, perhaps man spiders. They're keeping guard over, over various. over the various people who have fallen down in here. Yeah, are there. are there. are there people perhaps in. in webs or weird tanks or something? Ooh, that's. that's a good question. Oh, I have an idea. It is. I have an idea. As to what is happening with this. this. this thing. So it's obviously a first one ship that the the Coral Kingdom royal family found and, and commandeered, right? Uh, sorry, I think I think you mean the the original ones, uh, yes. not not copyrighted term original ones. A for a forerunner ship. <laughs> uh, it's it's a Halo. No, it's not a Halo. <laughs> definitely, definitely do not want it to be a Halo. That would be very bad. Um, yes, the 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 ones before these ones uh, that the, one of the one of their ships. Uh, that they kind of decided to try and use on their own. Uh, it didn't work. And I think that the crash resulted in it going into automatic recovery mode. And it is still stuck in that. And so these spider drones are attempting to keep all of the passengers safe. Uh, very safe by, you know... Very, very safe. Shoving them into stasis pods, forcibly. Yes. Just sort of enwebbing them and dragging them back to uh, to stasis pods. Maybe one of them uh, very scarily asked them to, to remain in their seat. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I think it's it, like, a, like, yeah, like an alien, like, tongue. You are being rescued. Please do not resist. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I believe what... Ha- Let me see. The uh... We are going to scan you with the nozzle. Please hold still while the nozzle calibrates. After each roll has posed, two challenges... So, all right. I believe... Yeah, okay. Rescue goes first, the captor second, and the captive third. All right. Well, the the floor is yours, Tethys. That's right. Tethys and 06, I believe. And 06. If, if she wants. Uh, I'll just be falling behind. Yeah, just just sort of falling behind as, as Tethys... Uh, let's see, all right. With Wedlin riding on your back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, one of these is I disguise myself as an inspector and talk my way past the gate. A real Seahawk maneuver, oh. that one. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the thing is, I take that back, that's not a Seahawk maneuver, because Seahawk would never put on disguise. He would just say he's the inspector. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. He did not have a disguise. He just must. He just must his hair a little bit. That's all he did. 
All right, yeah. I think I run down a passage past you, following an errant lead. Heads, you get my attention. Tails, I continue on my path, none the wiser. As she is just running down these, these like, passageways here. These poorly lit passageways. All right, and I guess I'm I'm flipping that coin? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I think it's the captive who's going to get their attention in this case. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yeah. So she's she she sees uh sort of the uh the 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 telltale sort of armored leg guards of uh of Tethys sort of clanking past uh, a hallway uh just just on the edge of the the hallway that she's being she's being uh chased down and uh let's see she she calls she calls out and that's tails so oh dear <laughs> she she calls out but this these these hallways the material this ship is made from you'd think being made out of some kind of metal or, or stone that it would be very echoey and very loud uh but actually it's very damping it's uh it's it's quite hard to uh to get sound to to travel very far at all and uh and i think i think tethys just makes her way past uh this hallway here i th- i think i have i think it, it actually does carry but it's so echoey that it's impossible to tell which way it's coming from Ooh, that's also a good angle it's like nethel and just like slams down one of the doors and starts going in a completely different direction just following the spiders but there are so many spiders so many spiders all right so captor gets a token captor has a token and then i i think we have to do two two things each uh let's see let me let me check how long this goes yes uh oh nope that was that was wrong after each roll has posed two challenges compare the tokens Two times around. Yes. Okay. Yep, there it is. Yep, two. Two times around. So then now it's the captor's turn to throw a challenge. Yes. All right. Uh, You come to an intersection and find a patrol walking the passage between you and the captive. So I throw. If heads, they notice you and move to surround you, or tails, you slip past them. All right. So let me flip to see what we get. And it's tails. You slip past them and you get a token. Ooh, excellent. Excellent. All right. All right, I get a token. One token for the rescuer. And she has, like, just, just blundered her way around the ship until she is generally <laughs> in the right direction. Those ro- robot humanoids, or those spider no, they, humanoid things been... don't see you this time. Techno-organic Spider-Man. Yes, they, <laughs> they, were, they were a little bit too, uh, too preoccupied. All right, let's let's see. Okay, and then the captive challenges. All right, so she sort of uh, she slips past. She she's trying to make her way uh, deeper into the ship, back to some place that she has a bit more familiarity with, uh, towards the core of the ship, in fact. And in the process of of making her way deeper into the core of the uh, of the ship here, trying to avoid. Uh, these sort of biomechanical man spiders here. Uh, she accidentally stumbles her way into uh, a bit of uh, sort of 
webbing it's it's not it's not quite webbing it's it's almost like a net but it's 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 sort of set up like webbing here and she sort of curses to herself that she would let herself be distracted enough to to get caught out like this and she focuses all of her power in an attempt to escape the ties that bind her yeah it's some kind of reference or something do you get it and that's and that's heads. So oh no! All right. So you it uh, unfortunately she she struggles and and tries to to pull herself out, but it's it's the material it's made from. It's it's almost like uh, it's almost like quicksand. The more you struggle, the the deeper it sort of bites into you, and it just sort of drains you of all your your ability to move until eventually you're you're entirely tangled up and uh nethel is uh if uh one of nethel's uh few weaknesses is that she is a bit on the claustrophobic side and the feeling of being completely wrapped up in herself and annette is not going over very well and uh, and she and she does pass out. And the uh, the rescuer does get a token. No, 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 no one gets a actually token. does not. No one gets a token. No, no one gets a token. Some of these are so risky. Yeah. Back to the rescuer. I'm looking. Okay. Your guards have captured me and are escorting me to a holding cell of my own. I throw heads. I palm the key to the captive's cell and break free. Tails. I am pushed into a room and the door is locked behind me. The captor gets two tokens. So this is a uh, obviously getting dragged along by the by the uh, the spider bots here that are that are that are saying you know please remain calm. Uh, the landing procedures are in, are in uh, you know they are they aren't trying to kill us or anything. They're just trying to drag us into these pods. Listen, it's like the flight attendants when it's like people are still up and walking around. They're like, I oh, the the seatbelt signs on. Yeah, we're we're coming in for a landing. Put your tray tables up. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let me let me flip. Mm, that's tails. Oh boy. <laughs> I am pushed into the room and the door is locked behind me. The captor gets two. Oh tokens. boy. Oh. <laughs> uh, the the ship is really really pulling this one off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So next is the captor. Hmm. Let's see. How about now that you're in a phone into a room, we shift we shift the ground beneath you. Basically to try and shove drop you down to where everyone else is in or into like one of those uh webbing things. Alright, so you, you get to throw. So heads, you are knocked off balance and become t- dizzy, or tails, you're more sure of Sure-footed than I anticipated. Please get tails. I would love it if you got tails. What are we at right now, Cass? We, uh, we are currently. What was the result of that one just now? Uh, mine was my my last one was tails. So the captor got two tokens. All right, it's three to one. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not that's not a good number. And I got, I got heads. Great. You are knocked off balance and become dizzy. Yeah. Cool. Oh boy. All right. Well. Captor challenge. There's still a chance you could win. Uh, no, not captor. Captive. Captive. That's that's true. Uh, let's let's see. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think that like Tethys has fallen into the uh, 
the like pod room, the, sa- the basically the lifeboat here, um, and manages to escape being shoved into one of these things. But uh, uh, she sees uh, Nethel being kind of guided towards one. Yeah, like uh, Nethel, Nethel was grabbed by by one of these these bots and is uh, is being uh taken to one of the to the one of the pods here and uh and uh, and wakes up as she gets she she's quite close um i'm going to say uh she harnesses her abilities to alter the surrounding area from uh well not inside the cell but uh it, while in the uh the the clutches of one of these these uh sort of spider bots here so she's going to uh to to use her sort of uh, her her quarterstaff here that she's sort of uh, secreted away in uh, in like her little side holster here and, and hit the button that makes it uh, sort of pop out and expand to um, to try and uh, trip up this uh, this big uh, this big spider here and try and uh, try and catch it off balance in order to to interfere. So let's see. Uh, Oh, I don't even, I don't even, uh, have to flip a thing. Okay, so, uh, I meddle with the captor and the rescuer gets a token. Yeah, you just give me one. Alright, so we can extend this one more round if we want. I'm good with extending it for another round scene. Yeah, because, alright, yeah. Because it seems, with those two tokens I got, that makes it, that would have made the this round like unwinnable, and that's not fair. I think I think one more round would be would be interesting, and I think I think we'll do. I think what we do. I think what we do because this this recording is running on three hours. I think what we do is we we run this one more round, and then we uh, we we leave this on the cliffhanger for part two. Yes. Oh, okay. And I've got the perfect cliffhanger action to take. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I cleave through a heavy door, hoping to find a way out. Yes. I throw. Heads, fresh air greets me as we find freedom. Tails, a dark room blinks to life with the glowing eyes of sentries. The captor gets two tokens. So let's see if I uh, if my luck continues to, to be uh, terrible. Let's find out. 50-50 shot. Yay, Tails. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. You just, you, you cleave through, through this door with your big fancy volcano sword and just uh just all these little beady spider eyes just start blinking out of the darkness <laughs> as the uh, as the camera zooms in on us and then you know just cuts to elsewhere in the ship with uh with 06 and and, and uh yeah that'll uh <laughs> that seems like a good place to end it uh good cliff yeah good cliffhanger yeah, I think I think that gives. I, I mean, yeah, I think that's that's enough tokens. I think the, yeah. the captor definitely yeah, wins no that way. one. Yeah, we would have to run so yeah. many, <laughs> so many other rounds to, for me even get back to that. Yes. All right. The 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 rescuers are in peril. The uh, the the two the two sides of this war at at. Uh, at odds, but at the mercy of the the ancient the ancient previous ones. Yep, I definitely think it is like it is Tethys grabbing the shield and drawing the sword and keeping uh, keeping Nethel behind her as she faces down the, this horde of, of spiders. Oh, for sure, for sure. 
kicking those night instincts kicking in and that's uh and on and on that image i think i think that that will do it for this episode of our of our sort of two-part uh two-part let's play here yeah i figured i figured this might be a two-parter i did not expect the this this pyramid to come i just thought what's a cool thing you could find in the desert and i was thinking about control Uh, i was like Uh, i knew you were thinking (laughs) about the freaking board the board i love the board board so much sometimes your boss is a (laughs) sometimes your boss is a gigantic upside down astral pyramid that constantly says extremely cryptic shit to you in a vision and then hands you a gun (laughs) yeah a gun that turns into every gun ever i my favorite (laughs) line from the board is still after the 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 one specific fridge incident and they're like (laughs) talking about the benefits package being better (laughs) Like it's uh, control. Just a quick sidebar on control before we end. If 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 you can, everyone should try and try to play that game because it's great. Yeah, I do love how the the way that the bureaucracy is tied into all of the the weird shit. Ah, uh, it's great. It is it is distinct from the SCP Foundation in that way. I think where it is specifically like the fucking mundanity of government office work combined with fucking the the wildest like supernatural stuff you've ever seen yes and also combined with just some just some real silly stuff but in a very fun yeah. way it's very it's very good it's very campy it's 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 a lot of fun yeah it's control yeah everyone should play control and we will i guess we will see you next time uh for for the end there you want know, jordan and Cass, you want to tell people where they can find you uh well you can find me at what is cosplay on twitter uh you uh, like uh, you heard at the start of the show, we can, me and Jordan, can be found on a bunch of episodes of Strangers Fiction, an audio entropy podcast. We're currently on indefinite hiatus, uh, but we just put up the last episode of our interstitial campaign. Uh, so if you like, um, if you like a bunch of strange, weird, and wonderful characters going to a bunch of strange weird and wonderful different universes uh, maybe check that out uh there is also about 70 odd other episodes up on the feed so i'm sure you'll find something you like most of them are one shots some of them are campaigns also you can find me uh doing my leverage podcast uh let's steal a podcast me and my girlfriend fabby have just reunited for the new series of leverage uh in between watching transformers animated with helga with her girlfriend marie on the same feed transformers animated good ass show pretty good it was a good show revenge of the fallen murdered it um, i i i will always i will always champion that it got it got killed before its time yeah and actually that actually transitions to where you can also find me Besides Stranger's Fiction Pod, you can also find me on War and Beast, another audio entropy uh, podcast. We are currently doing the reviewing the Netflix series uh, Kingdom, which is the third part of the War for Cybertron series that they did. We already did uh, uh, Siege and Earthrise, so there's those episodes. But even before any of that, we did Transformers Beast Wars and Beast Machines. Yes, we sat through Beast Machines. Oh and boy! A love... I've yeah. still I've still never watched Beast Machines. I've seen almost every other uh, Transformers TV show that was released in the West, but I've never seen Beast Machines. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, 
it's 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 weird. It, it I would not. It is not as bad. It's not bad. It's just bizarre. Yeah, they 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 tried they tried for something. They swung. Some of them worked. Some of them, yeah, they they swung for quite a few things, and some of them worked. Some of them didn't. I mean, there's some things in that series that I I think we always like. I think everyone kind of liked what uh the what Tankor was. Kind of like the whole thing with that, but that's a spoiler to actually explain it all. Megatron's consciousness got put in a big head. Yeah, I mean, like it—it it, it had some—it had some interesting things. Uh, but yeah, there, we have Rattrap fucked a plant. Rattrap fucked a plant. You know, all. No, you know, all just all sorts of stuff happened in these <laughs> machines. If you think about it, Black Arachnia is kind of gender. She is. Yeah, uh, especially as to, it's she. She seems extremely Ulanda, specifically in Beast Machines. Yeah, <laughs> but any anyways, you could, like I said, you can find it at uh, Audio Entropy called Warren Beast. We also have a uh, uh, Twitter at Warren Beast Podcast. Usually, we put you know we put up with new episodes, we put out new episodes and stuff, and ask for questions and stuff. And by questions, usually we'll take any questions, so it doesn't have to be about Transformers. Um, and you can also find me online at, uh, Dorimingu on Twitter at D-O-R-I underscore M-I-G-U, where I mostly just kind of retweet people's, uh, other podcasts that come out, friends podcasts, or I just make silly things, silly comments. Everyone loves a good silly comment. Yeah. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're good. Listen, posts... Our posts exist in such a such a nebulous state that they could be good or bad. Who's to say? They're out there. Be careful. Do, you definitely do need to be careful, though. Quantum comedy. It's either quant- it's either funny or tragedy. Mm-hmm. That's true. It is. You, until you ob- until you observe it, it could be either. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, that'll that'll do it. Uh, that'll do it for this one here. So uh, so yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you for for coming on well thank you for inviting us yeah thank you for for coming along for the ride here this like this this funny this funny little experiment that we're doing with this uh this tabletop thing of course you're the ones i thought of i was like all right we need to do this stretch goal who do i know big fans of for the honor well obviously the the folks over there are strangers fiction uh so yeah we will be back with the conclusion of this thrilling two-part episode uh but until uh, until then I've been one of your hosts, Nero. And I've been the other host, Jane. And please be careful about giant floating pyramids in the desert.